Hey, welcome to Startups of the Week, Season 2, Episode 15. I'm Owen, and I'm here with Alex. Hey. And Natasha. What's good? This week, we'll tell you about a big play in farm-to-table e-commerce, why Curbside sold itself to the eBay of Japan, and all about one login's new round. I'm Owen Thomas from the San Francisco Chronicle, and this is Startups of the Week, Season 2, Episode 15. I'm here with Alex Wilhelm of Crunchbase News. Hello, good to be back. And Natasha Mascarenas, who you may have heard about in Season 2, Episode 14. Hi guys, I'm forced to be here. She actually wants to be on the show. That's a huge (laughs) bit of facade over there. Um, This is one of the very rare ones we've done, though, with three of us. Uh, we've only done this, I think, two other times total in the history of the show. Yeah, no, I think it's been fun. We've had uh, we've had Wendy on. Um, you and I have done some. So you know, there's a little variety. And next week on the Crunchbase News side, there's going to be our very first ever substitution. It's going to be a lot of fun. For one week, it will not be me from my team. All yeah. the change. Oh, who's it going to be? Uh, Surprise! I'm going to tease that and leave it. And then when he's on and he's brilliant, everyone will be so excited about it. So that's the plan. And by the way, uh, Trisha Thadani is on deadline. She sends her apologies, but there will be a great story you can read pretty soon. I can't drop any secrets, but uh, just check out her author page or her Twitter handle, uh, at Trisha Thadani, and you can see what she's up to. Good. Now, Owen, uh, the first one involves food this week, so why don't you tell us about our trending company? Yes, our trending company this week is Grub Market, and they're in the news because they bought a smaller uh, startup called SoCal Farm Network. And Natasha, you learned something interesting from the CEO about the company's future plans. What uh, what did he tell you? Yeah, so he basically hinted that it's going to be a couple more acquisitions coming up. He kept um, talking about how, that, how this is the first of many. So uh, I thought that was an interesting little tell. Yeah, and, and uh, he kind of hinted that they might be looking at the public markets. Yeah, so actually in some previous coverage, we um, we talked to Grub Market last, last time. They said that they're trying to announce their IPO end of 2018, early 2019, and, and they're is, on track. And, and this is a company, uh, Alex, you have not heard of this company, right? Amazingly enough, I, I literally cover IPOs for a living, and I did not know they were planning on going public. So I am very far behind. So what's the kind of the 411 here? So they are... Are a food delivery service, very crowded space. Amazon Fresh, Instacart, right. Good Eggs. I mean, countless competitors. They sound like Grubhub. Yeah, yeah they, I, keep, <laughs> I keep thinking Grubhub, I Chicago, so and yeah. pizza delivery. But, yeah. but uh, Natasha, they, they've got a little different take on the business, right? What's what's their twist that makes them different? Their twist is that they kind of they don't try and get the, you know the lazy college student or like the really busy working <laughs> person. They're trying to work with businesses, so they sell things in um, in mass, basically. You can oh, get in bulk. Like, yeah. yeah. So Owen brought up you can pick up like fifty pounds of celery. <laughs> Versus a nice little box delivered to your door. Th- that's a lot. That would be several, like a car full of celery. Maybe not 50 pounds, okay. but so like, like a lot. <laughs> so like if you live in San Francisco and you say, I'm going to the farmer's market, this can mean two different things. It could mean you're going to the ferry building farmer's market, which is this fancy, fancy experience. Mm. And everything is, though. you know, everything is bespoke and artisanal and, you know, <laughs> free trade and cruelty free. And you pay $50 for like an ounce of something. Or you can go to the Alemany farmers market, which is the real deal, and that's where like chefs go, and that's where you know that's where you know restaurants are going to get like big supplies of stuff. Grub market is the Alemany farmers market of online food delivery. Ah, uh, okay. So if I'm going to buy a little bit more than I want just to cook for myself, and I want to be able to buy it directly from a farm, per se. Hmm, okay, I like this. 
Do they work with firms directly? Is that the kind of way this works? Do they cut out all the middle people in between? Yeah, that's that's my understanding. I Natasha think so. Is. Yeah, they work they work with farms directly. So they're I think also they have an application process on their website for farms to join on with them. That's fantastic. Which and, is interesting. And they just bought SoCal Farm Network, yeah. which is pretty much what it sounds like a Southern California. <laughs> you know, there we go. It's not a Florida body shop. Yeah, that's exactly. so weird. But yeah, so um, Mike was saying that Mike, the CEO. Yes. Of, um, Sorry, we're on first name basis yeah. now. Oh, yeah. good. Well, you should have him over for two. <laughs> Mike Shu. Mike Shu. He was telling me how it's going to basically strengthen their hold in Los Angeles. And then from there, the world, the world is their oyster. Yeah. So uh, which markets do they currently operate in? Cause I presume when they move to a new place, they have to work with new farmers and it takes so, a yeah, lot of time. That's, I think that's like where their acquisitions are heading. Like they're trying to do things that are helping them get into these markets. But uh, right so now, buying access. Yeah. Okay. So right now it's mainly San Francisco, Bay area, and then to Los Angeles. And they can go public on, on that small of a, a geographic footprint. That's fantastic. That implies a very high revenue per market Yeah, I mean, uh, they're, they, their customers include like WeWork. Whole, and, uh, okay, yeah, the interesting fun fact. He said oh, yes. that they, they supply all of the WeWorks in California. That's 6,000 locations, maybe, everybody. Maybe, <laughs> well, maybe not California. A couple then. dozen, but still, you know, like <laughs> when, you, when you think about like... 40 was the number I think I heard. 46,000 hyperbole <laughs> fact. You know, what can you do? When you think about stocking every floor... Of a, of a WeWork building, and they have like a dozen in San Francisco alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Who's fresh fruit. supplier for WeWork? Yeah. So theoretically, if you put like salmonella into like the grub market supply, the whole tech working population of SF would have to take a day off. We are not Someone's recommending going to this. Hear this. We now. are not recommending this. If, <laughs> if you are an evil Bond villain out there, please do not do that. And if you need to blame someone, you can blame Owen Thomas. Um, <laughs> At Owen Thomas. It was their trending over the acquisition, and that is cool. And I'm really just impressed that we are having yet another food company on this show. I really think this is like food companies of the week. Because um, we've talked about so many delivery services. They're so interesting. Food services. Yeah. Well, I hear that we all eat. So. Well, and especially that they're on the IPO track. So, Alex, is this going to now be on your radar? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. like, the, the problem is this wouldn't count as a tech company 15 years ago. But now that everything's kind of digitally powered and e-commerce enabled, most things kind of can call themselves tech companies. And if it's expanding in and around the Bay Area and supplies we work, hell, Call it a tech story. Yeah, I mean, you know, the saying used to be software is eating the world. Now it's more like the world is eating software. No, the world's eating software delivered vegetables. Software delivered vegetables. Sounds young. Vegetables <laughs> as a service. You Boz. heard it. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, so next up we have a, a company. This is the the deal of the week, the acquisition, if you will. And a company called Curbside has been bought by Rakuten. And Curbside is a service that lets customers go and pick up stuff uh, at a retail location in under an hour. So it's kind of the middle ground between e-commerce, which is Amazon Prime, buy it, get it in two days, and walking into the store. Uh, and I don't drive much because I live here in SF, but when I'm on the East Coast, I drive a lot, and I would love to have the ability to not move out of my vehicle. So I was, I had a different reaction. Oh, please. I thought it was going to be a very niche crowd that they're appealing to. I, I think I would always just like park my car, put the blinkers on and just hop out run in really quickly what if you have dogs in the car or a I child guess, yeah or yeah i mean it's in, raining. In, in, I thought it was such a small thing to to bridge that it's like it's interesting obviously it's doing well enough yeah. well you know <laughs> you've got uh you've got walmart looking at kind of this this idea of like curbside curbside pickup amazon is actually uh experimenting with it they had a few applications into open stores that would operate solely by bringing it out to your car. Like you would drive in 
and they'd bring it out to you. You'd never go in the store, which uh, is weird. Yes, please. That That's what I want. I yeah. don't want to have to go in because once you go into a lot of these stores, you're stuck with like, you want to sign up for a credit card and the lines are long and it's awful. And mostly I just want two or three things and I just want to leave now. Yeah. So I think if, we're, if we've been trained by Prime to be more impatient than we used to be, this is a good service. Yeah. Now, I have to say, Rakuten is, they're an interesting company. They are huge in Japan. They're sort of the eBay of Japan, um, invested in Pinterest, and they bought all of these things here and there that, again, are not, you know, besides Pinterest, they're not big brands, they're not things you've heard of, but they're kind of building up this quiet e-commerce empire. Well, I mean, they're not just buying small things, though, because Curbside had raised uh, $34.5 million at least, so... This is probably a relatively sizable acquisition, unless Curbside was doing very poorly and they bought it for a song. But if they were doing even moderately well, this is probably you know a fifty million dollar acquisition or more, which is quite a lot of money. Even then, Rakuten's huge for sure, but like it's not like the five million dollar Aquahire or whatever. And yeah, uh, I think they're going to operate this as a um, independent Rakuten-owned company, so they're not even going to break it into pieces. Uh, they're going to let it kind of do its own thing, which is quite nice. So. I don't know. I'm impressed. Uh, based on Palo Alto, 60 employees, and uh, now part of the eBay of Japan. Yeah. So, all right. What is our funding round? I think it's one login, which uh, has been on the show before. I think it was last. Someone help me out here. Last year was the the hacking incident. Yeah, right? I think that's when we covered it. I wasn't sure if it was on the show, but no. One login is one of those services. LastPass is another. It helps store your passwords for you, so you only need one login. Um, Clever name. <laughs> but I, I, I still I can't. SoCal Farms. What does it do? <laughs> I still can't get my head around the the idea that they had a security breach. That's, I mean, it's yeah. like you know, you know those memes like you had one job, like literally one job, and it's your name too. Yeah, <laughs> just be secure, please. Be better and secure. So, but Natasha, they raised money despite that. Yeah, so they recently raised $22.5 million in Series C. They didn't disclose their investors. Um, but I talked to Brad Brooks, who's one login's chief, ex- one, of, one of one login's, one of one login. <laughs> That's fun. Um, one of their chief executives. And he was saying that they're going to keep bringing on security people. Um, I followed up because I think Trisha asked him last time, or someone last time, um, if they're going to be expanding because they have nine right now. And he said that there's definitely more than nine. Definitely okay. more than nine. Def- wow. Well, that makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> that means between 10 and literally everyone who's alive. 10 and 10 and a half. That's a fantastically appropriate and exact number from a security company. I love the precision there. Yeah. It's delightful. Exactly. Uh, but 22 and a half million more. That's quite a lot of money. They've raised now 75.2 total. Uh, so a pretty big infusion of cash. And uh, for a Series C, though, Owen, in 2018, that's actually not huge. It is. It is not. But then again, you know, I feel like I, I've been covering venture capital since the mid '90s, and like the whole Series A, B, C, D, E. You know, is it one million? Is it a billion? Um, it just seems to have gotten so random and disjointed. Like you know, if you tell me a company's raising a Series B or C, I can never, I cannot tell you what the range is going to be anymore. No, there used to be relatively strict bands. Like right. a Series A was three to five, a Series B was around 10. Like these were rough benchmarks, but now companies will do a pre-seed, a seed, a seed extension, a seed extension we A2. Had a, we had a Series A1, you know, that I saw recently. A two recently. tranche B, and then, yeah. you know, by the time you get to a C, it's $100 million. And you're like, are you public or are you early stage? And they go, well, you know. I, I mean, it, it used to be if, if you raise more than a Series C, after a Series C, you would typically have what's called a mezzanine round, and yes. then you would go public. Yes. And that was the way it was done. And, and then everything went bad. Well, there, there were just so many more sources of capital and so many more, 
you know, ways to exit. I think that, you know, Rakuten buying, uh, buying curbside is an example of like, there can be possibly lucrative exits that, you know, do just as well as, as an IPO might have. True, true. And we're seeing companies with a much larger appetite to buy tech companies appetite? because appetite. Oh, wait. Oh, it's a food joke. Oh, I get it. There we go. I was thinking in like M&A terms, which is pretty far away from the uh, the food side of things. Um, but I guess you could make a joke about SoftBank buying in bulk. Oh, my oh, gosh. No. Uh, that's a pretty niche bit of humor. But uh, if you got that and you're listening, first of all, five points. And two, groan. Um, that was terrible. I am a bad person. Uh, no, you're a bad pun person. That's okay, though. Difference. Pretty, Slight there, difference. There is a difference there. Um, one login has 200 employees. And a bunch of our friends use services like this because they want to be more and, secure. And at least nine of them are engineers. At least nine of them are security engineers. Would either of you trust one login with everything? I mean, are you, yeah. For sure. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because think about it this way. If you don't use a one password type service, right, um, you're saying that you yourself are a better security system than one designed by at least nine security engineers. <laughs> and I don't think that's the case. Would you it's use not. one login with your GrubMarket account? Oh my gosh. And then would you pick up your GrubMarket delivery using curbside? Yes. It's all, <laughs> wow, it's turtles all the way down here on Startups of the Week. And I think that is the ideal moment to close it down. So next week we'll be back with another uh, group roundtable, if you will, and uh, three more awesome companies. So we'll see you soon. Excellent. Thanks, Alex. And thanks, Natasha. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Read more startups coverage at sfchronicle.com. And crunchbase.news. I'm Owen Thomas. I'm Natasha Mascarinas. And I'm Alex Wilhelm. And this is Startups of the Week. <laughs>